0: What's up, everybody? It's Jeffrey Lyles, welcoming you to another edition of Lyles Movie Files. Today is the <laughs> big edition before somebody takes the final trek, the long-awaited final destination. Hopefully, it doesn't end like the kids in Final Destination, ah! but it's a long march down the aisle for my one and only co-host, little bro. Jason, the house. What's up, Joe?
1: Yeah, we, know, yeah. it'll flip over one way. Yeah, one yeah, we'll way. Hey, on. guy, how you doing?
0: Outstanding. So, <laughs> I guess we're here to talk about a countdown to wedding movies.
1: Nah, that would be boring. Like, come on. Okay, let's not do no, that. Let's, let's about we'll you to enjoy.
0: Right. All right, we are here to talk about the amazing summer that is 2023 because we had Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. We had John Wick Chapter Four, okay. Fast X drops this Friday, and then today we got the new trailer for The Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part One. So it's like this is the amazing, most amazing action spectacle
1: summer possibly of all time. Yay, nay. What do you think? I'm again there. When the first Marvel movies came out, like when you had, uh, was it Captain America, Thor? And then probably a Fast and Furious because they were putting them out every year. It seemed like, I mean, there were some good, there, if you look at like totality, I mean, there's been some really great summers, like when Mission Impossible, I mean, uh, was it Men in Black came out, like the Star Wars? Like, there's been some great movie summers. But for this one in recent history, especially post pandemic, like this is like, hey, if you want to have Nicole Kidman say, this is why you come to the movies. <laughs> yeah, I can mean, like, since, I mean, We've basically been on a great run since Top Gun Maverick. Like, I think, I mean, you you can just jump. I mean, anything that most people say they want to see, it's like, yo, this has actually been pretty good. Like, I mean, we talked to Javon. He was he's like, hey, this Dungeon and Dragon thing doesn't suck. Like, yeah. everybody who's seen um, Super Mario Brothers, like, yeah, that was a good movie. It doesn't yeah. suck either. Yeah. It's yeah awesome. And it's like, oh, did, did you see, uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy definitely didn't suck. So, yeah. All right. Well, since you queued it up and
0: since we haven't talked about it, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. I felt like when I wrote my review that this was maybe the first MCU film since No Way Home because I hate that it's all these taglines or it's the best Marvel Cinematic Universe movie since Endgame. And it's like, what? Yeah, what are we doing here? It's, we've had a great, Spider-Man movie and it was you know in its own right just as good or you know I mean not the same level of Endgame of course because it didn't have 19 films to set it up but it was still really really good and they have had some pretty decent ones Multiverse of Madness, Wakanda Forever but to me Guardians of Galaxy Volume 3 is so far and away better than the rest of the crew in Phase 4 and what we've seen so far in Phase 5 or your thoughts on it,
1: okay. I really love Spider Man No Way Home. I really liked Doctor Strange's Multiverse of Madness. Everything else, yeah, you want to say it's better and have your stuff, that's fine. I, I, I love, I mean, let me say I love Garden. like that was as much as I said I wasn't gonna go see that movie if you know. I... The reviews on Lyle's movie file weren't good. I was like, damn. Yeah, yeah, it, it's in the contract, folks. I got to do it every episode. So I, it was like, until I was like, hey, this, these trails are crap. Like, you guys are 100% not bringing me in. Like, I didn't, I like M and Quantum Man, but there was problems with it. I and mean, it's like, I. that's one of those, yeah, do you remember Moda? Yeah, Moda. Yeah. <laughs> Every I, mean, I, it, I mean, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like there, there's a lot of issues. Like can you say, oh yeah, they did the CGI with, when they were doing Wakanda Forever. It's like, yeah, I, I know which one was first, huh? <laughs> I know it was the right. priority. So, well, but this one was 100% like James Guns the You guys brought me back to wrap up this round of guys. And it was given the care that was necessary unlike how we felt cheated, and I will say this: I felt cheated for way a whole lot of reasons. That Black Panther isn't getting that is not going to get that treatment, no matter what. If they do a third movie, it's you're going to be like, it's not really wrapping up. You got to go like two more, two, three more to give me a Black Panther dude, you know, movie. And that's to against sure, but it was like that was a whole different kind of healing movie, and it's like it's not going to get wrapped up in a trilogy. Yeah, but it's I weird because I think we talked
0: about this like. What kind of forever is a good movie, but it's a weird one in the sense of like, how many times do I f- see myself rewatching it, watching over and over, like I did the first one, which was just like, oh, you know what? Today's Tuesday. Let me watch Black Panther again. Yeah, it's
1: like I again I I, I might have Disney Plus one, and it's like, oh, this. I mean, like, a, it's like my TV has a scroll. Hey, yeah, this is playing on Disney Plus. I'm like, yeah, but there's also Lost Kingdom, so I'm gonna keep. I mean, Last Kingdom. So I, I, I gotta finish that up. So this is all. I mean, so <laughs> I'm not claiming to watch it. And it's like when you if you were trying to pitch that Black Panther three, it's like, all right, it made this amount of money. And it's like, okay, we've seen what happens when we go past three on these movies. And not these giant overarching movies. It doesn't, I mean, the returns are not great. I mean, uh, just and I maybe I'm I'm overestimating Love and Thunder, but I don't think I am. Like so let me
0: ask you this question. I wrote because you know, I was I didn't like Peacemaker at all, but I really, really love the Suicide Squad. I thought what James Gunn did there was fantastic. And it's fantastic as I thought the Suicide Squad was I hated Peacemaker. I felt like it was too way too over the top, too, oh I'm gonna do everything. And I felt like he needed somebody to rein him in. And I was like, gosh, is the whole DC universe gonna be like Peacemaker? Because if so, I'm not excited about it at all. And then after watching Guardians, I'm like, well, sheesh. I mean, he was saying I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna make Superman like he did Suicide Squad, and I was like, eh, we'll see. And after watching Guardians, it's like, man, I don't know if Marvel and Disney aren't going to really feel the loss of James Gunn not being in their universe
1: anymore and working for the distinguished competition. What do you think? Well, I don't since they are now in control and reading that the new animated Superman movie is going to be a rated R movie, I'm like, I remember watching it. was at Justice League, or Justice League Dark, and they came out with that crap.
0: Which which, which, which one? (laughs) Which which one are we talking about? Because Justice League Dark was fine. No, we're talking about Apocalypse War.
1: Apocalypse War.
0: It's like, that was like,
1: yeah, I don't want to see another movie where it's like, you got just extra... Crap, I don't even want to go into... we just
0: killing all good characters. For yeah, the it's movie. like,
1: oh, we're just going to kill them and then wrap them up. Like, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> like, and, oh, and it was like, oh, yeah, we need a new Flashpoint. Yeah, we do, because that was complete S. But James Gunn, Peter Saffron, I'm like, all right, guys, if you guys can give us something similar to a Guardians universe, where you you give us really compelling characters, and I know we, were t- we haven't de- delved deep into Guardians, but the new characters they added in there for one movie by the end of the dang movie. <laughs> I cared a lot about her, man. Yeah. And there were some scenes it's like when people say, oh my gosh this movie's too heavy. It's like yeah, like there were some heavy scenes in there and it was very much like because within one movie he got you to care about something and that was very good going forward. It's like, okay, if you can make me care about say your new Superman after this one movie, cool. If you make me care about that man in um what's this uh Daniel. Daniel. if you make if you make me care about everybody in that character in that movie, good. And you can that also kind of prove you can I yeah you can cram in characters as long as your other characters are really good and you can build them too because it's like, hey you've already established these guys and they're gonna not do anything weird. They're gonna just give you everything you want. So as long as you enjoy these characters, you're going to love this movie. And I think that was the good thing about Guardians. Like, you felt everything in there. And it was like, by the end of it, it was like, man, I wish they get rid of these allergies in here. Man, I don't know what's going on It's really heavy. And my throat was, was getting all I don't know what. I mean, it's like you went to a different movie theater. I had the same problem. I was like, they really got to work on the filtration of these theaters. COVID, I mean, I thought COVID got rid of this problem. It's like, my oh, eyes... Yeah my eyes are just watering,
0: I don't understand it. But yeah, it was, I, I love that movie. I just felt like, I think what's happened, we're seeing so much of the MCU directors, screenwriters going away from what worked to we got to do a new thing, make it all new, all fresh, all exciting. It's like, eh, eh. I mean, it worked for 20 movies
1: or 21 movies.
0: Do we need to shake things up? I mean, you know, they're still making billion-dollar
1: movies here, so... Again, there, there's a point where you got to ignore what critics say and give the audience what they want. Because critics are always going to complain. Like, I <laughs> mean, <laughs> they're going to always blah, blah, blah. It's more to do a bit of things. And that's why they can pounce on a movie like Ant-Man and Ross. Like, yes, all of it is CGI and absolutely nothing in it. Yes, we finally got it. And you got people, like, all right. You got me on this one, and I, it's hard to defend. But this one, you're like, "Hey, I can show you." After watching Guardians One, Guardians Two, you get exactly what you want out of Guardians Three, and you're gonna be like, "What? What's going on?" Ooh. Yeah, I that was, that was that was okay, and it made you want to see more,
0: as opposed to Thor: Love and Thunder, which was like, "I'm gonna need a new director and a new writer Gosh. to fix this film because." Thor in Endgame, Thor Infinity War was in a great place. And the Thor in Love and Thunder was just, he was so far left field out of pocket that it was like, I have no interest in watching that again. The bleeding goats with him flying over Jane and him kind of trying to, I'm sorry, Mitchell, I didn't mean it. It's like,
1: none of that. We're good. I don't need a a it. I mean, the weird thing is like after watching that, it's like how, Guardians didn't even touch Thor didn't mention him at all. I'm just going with once again the assumption that that was all Korg's story and none of that actually happened. <laughs> it was all it was all it, a lie. It was all a lie, so Korg could tell his kids he knew that you know he knew the god the demigod of thunder, you know, and that's what I'm going with. And if you go with that, it's like, okay, can you really take good criticism? This movie was silly. It is not good. <laughs> yeah. like, I don't care what it' gross. It was, I, I, I
0: it, it I, didn't. I, I, it doesn't. It doesn't need a rewatch. It's just kind of there. I think every fork in road decision, Tyka, could have chosen. He chose the wrong way, and it's like, okay, well, no. we can help you because you don't know what you're doing here. I think with Ragnarok, it Thor is his trilogy needed a shaking up to kind of get him from. Not being so stoic to, hey, Thor can be a fun character, and then with Infinity War we got to see the comic book Calvary character who is saving the day. No worry, Avengers, y'all are getting your butt kicked. I'm here. I'm gonna take care of this threat, and we're we're good. Mm-hmm. And then the fact that he didn't save the day gave him all this tragic pathos and kind of led him to him letting himself go in game, which also was a natural, easy progression to follow. I know some people don't like overweight Thor, but I felt like it made sense in this case because he got five years of hopelessness where he's just like, I've lost everything. Right. I mean, I I mean here
1: let's let's just say conservatively, like 15,000 years. He hasn't lost battles for real. Yeah. I mean he, he had
0: true. an undefeated track track record. And his his one loss was the biggest loss and all he had to do was think about it for five years.
1: So he let himself go. It's a long-term depression. Yeah, it's Kobe. He's, You know, he, he, there's, he, he's lost, again, at that point, Thor lost everybody he's loved. And he I mean, he's like, all the Warriors three, his mom, his dad. I mean, he even lost Loki. He's like, lost so he's lost everything. So he's like, wow. I mean, oh, and my best friend. Like, yeah, I mean, it's like when he actually gives the recitation of all he'd lost, he's like, oh, yeah. And because I didn't do what needed to be done, half the population of the whole galaxy die yeah <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a little i'm allowed to be in my feelings i i mean you got your problems but i yeah in my, my problems, problems are, real. are real right so we got all that and then
0: i was like what the heck are y'all doing but anyhow guardians was so good because i felt like this felt like a way more focused mcu film wasn't concerned with setting anything up it was just here we're focusing on the guardians and i don't know i feel like i want to Get that connection, that thread, that Thanos. Oh, really? These guys are coming for me? Courting death by fighting these cats? Bring it on. We still don't have that yet. in the tease of the multiverse, I don't feel has been as effective. I was talking to Gunner earlier today, and we we're talking about kind of what the deal is with phase four and five so far. And I think the issue, if you'll indulge me for a second, is the fact that there were lots of different, dare I say, more interesting ways they could have gone with Form 5. I don't know if anybody cares about the multiverse to be so like, oh, this is amazing. This is so great. I can't wait to see what they do with this. Because, for starters, they're going, all those heroes that you love, they're getting replaced. DC saw this as a major problem when they killed off Hal Jordan, when Wally kind of replaced Barry. I don't think he had as much blowback as Kyle Rayner, but it was still like, oh, we miss Barry. And even in the pages of Flash, they kept you know, recalling how much pain he had from trying to live up to his uncle's massive shadow. The fans, like half the fans didn't care about Kyle because he wasn't Hal. And then when Hal came back, it was like, all right, we'll give this Kyle another shot. Hey, he's not that bad. But it wasn't until they brought him back that Everyone kind of universally loved Kyle. Hmm. I feel like these characters in MCU four and five, there's too many replacements, and no one wanted those replacements because it's like um okay, there are more characters in the MCU. We don't have to come up with a fill-in for Thor Iron for Man. Black Widow for
1: uh, we got Iron Man-esque. We got three replacements for Iron I hope. Hulk replacement and a captain. Oh, everybody on the originals Avengers movie has been replaced. Yeah. Let's and see.
0: I get it. If you want to decide, all right, we're going to kill off a few. That's fine. But I don't think what was really needed was we have 82 more black widows. It's perfectly fine. It's not though. No. We liked the black widow that we knew replacing her with the blonde sister, Okay, and then don't
1: say there's 78 more still out there because it's
0: like, well, why do she I care went, about this
1: bomb? She just, she's, I mean, I think we, we talked about this like when oh was it like I was just watching uh, Avengers and it was like, yo, the, the the Black Widow. It wasn't Black. She's one of the Black Widows. It was the Black Widow. Everybody knew the Black Widow, and to diminish her by saying, oh yeah, she's one of the people who came out of the training facility, it's like, no, she's the best who came out of the training facility. It should have been shut down, or you come up with some, oh yeah, everybody's better. But it's like, don't, don't say somebody is better than somebody. love. beat him. Do yeah. something. You got, you got, to, you got to hit him as a straight Sith. Like, you got to take this dude down, and yeah. then you can call yourself Black Widow. You can't just, oh, I, th- I I'm sure she's, she's Black Widow. Like. I like Florence Pugh. It's like she's a funny character. They made her very likable. But it's like, yeah, she's black. When I'm like, oh, it's like, oh, and uh, we got Kate Bishop. She's Hawkeye. <laughs> uh, you know. <laughs> oh, and, and, and we, we got a new Seahawk. And, and we got Jennifer. Uh, yeah, she's she's Hawkeye, and she sings anything you can do, I can do better. It's like, nah, <laughs> Jeff, like you're not gonna. No one's gonna be clamoring to see you replace our guys, quote unquote. Because no one wants that. It's just like, I know these are real actors. These are not immortal people you can keep around for 50 years, and you do have to replace them. But you have to, you could, like how you were saying, there's plenty of other Marvel characters. You don't have to go with their replacement. Like the Avenger, like even like the West Coast Avengers, it's like, yeah, they're different characters. You can say, hey, there's some, we got, we need Hawkeye or, you know, somebody here to, Open our vision, white vision, to open up the West Coast Avengers. Like, don't replace our guys. Just say, hey, they're doing their thing. Thor's doing his gravy. You know, Hulk is chilling. But we're, we're, we're the world threat is over here in San Francisco versus in New York. And we, I think, a lot more people would have embraced Phase Four.
0: Yeah, and then another thing was I was having this conversation with my buddies, my figure collecting buddies in the area. We're talking like it seems like they had better phase overall stories they could have gone with like for phase four, instead of here are all these new characters and we're going to very lightly touch on the multiverse. Why not just go the Avengers are dead and they are these characters who are stepping in and take their place and midway through shoot, these guys are actually villains. I feel like Thunderbolts was the first film past post Spider-Man, no way home. I've been like, oh shoot, and maybe the post credit stinger we see that they're villains, but the rest of the world doesn't know. And then maybe midway through at the end, where Sam and the remnants of the Avengers have toppled the Thunderbolts and exposed them as frauds, then, um, one of the Thunderbolts kills one of Sam's Avengers, and it's not actually an Avengers, to scroll, and then that goes into phase five which is secret invasion and not a tv show but something that sprawls across all these movies where the remaining avengers and their new allies are trying to figure out who they can trust and we see scarlett johansson back as black widow and we see quicksilver's
1: body is now a scroll like
0: yeah we see quicksilver and like what are you talking about i don't even know you people and Juan is going nuts because where did you guys switch out my brother with this guy who can't detect when a bullet is coming because he's a speedster? Like that would mean that could still work. Um, yeah. So I there's lots of it. things I feel like they could have done. So Phase Four could have been Thunderbolts, the enemy within. Phase Five, the secret invasion. And then so then Phase Six is oh shoot, King is coming to conquer the universe, and we find out that King was the force driving all this stuff. He talked to Baron Zemo. He's Freedom from prison and said, listen, I happen to know some things about some things. Here's something you can do to set yourself up along this great path. And then he's the one that's talking to the scrolls. Why don't you come to Earth and infiltrate their leaders? And then he's just sitting back waiting for his time of conquest because now he thinks, this is my time to beat be the Avengers. They're finally ready for me.
1: Better. <laughs> I mean, I hate to say it, but it's like, Phase, like the Thunderbolts is definitely because, like, I didn't even read the comic, but it's like, hey, Baron Zemo being the dude at the end, especially in that vacuum, would have been really cool because it's like, hey, they're all beaten. They're all, everybody thinks they're dead. They're, I mean, Rhodey's literally basically protected by armed guards at all times. He's not, he's not, um, he's not war machine anymore. Like, all of them are out to pasture. So, this new generation, like, you could have used that phase. Or to build up the Thunderbolts, like with movies, their individual movies, and then all of a sudden, when they big Thunderbolt movie comes around, guess what? You got had. They're all a bunch of criminals. It's like, oh crap! Like, and then you get to that, it's like, oh, I didn't see all that. Like, oh, but then you see it, like you, and it forces you to go back and watch those movies again because there is little Easter eggs, a little people in the know kind of figure it out, but not the general public, and that would have been much cool like phase phase force is, is is i mean it's a wash i mean it, it, you're very much like all right can we get to kang and unfortunately <laughs> now we can't even get to Dan kang because some dude can't be like hey check the right women like damn like, <laughs>
0: it's like oh boy it, it's, like,
1: it's a little
0: convoluted there so we got all that and i just i feel like we got a really good MCU movie. I think the next one that I'm looking forward to is Captain America New World Order or whatever they're going to call it now. But I feel like if that had been worked in in phase four, that would have been great. Because I feel like there was so much product in phase four that didn't really matter. I mean, we got Miss Marvel coming and you know she's cool. like liked her show. Moon Knight was an interesting
1: show. It wasn't it was um, bad? It was boring, like, stop, stop. It was not interesting. That joint was a snooze fest, like, <laughs> except that drink joint was trash. And this, that's that's actually when everyone kind of thought, hey, maybe this says four ain't that good. Was, and, I, and I'm using real, like stupid words because it's like, you were like, well, okay, like Captain Captain Sam was cool. I mean, like, Captain America Sam was okay. We got something here. There's gonna be a little darker tone to these, and you don't might not, not want to put these really heavy issues on movies okay we're going somewhere and then you're like wait a minute what that that was trash like well it was like we got loki then we got falcon
0: and winter soldier and i felt like those are two really strong building blocks to whatever they were going to do with the multiverse
1: but then it was like okay that's it yeah you you saw hey oh king's gonna be this thing okay wow This we, we don't know what king was like we expected king to be first movie out the jump ready to go like king is the thing he's the new thanos and for what we I mean, our our intents and purposes, like folks who know Kang, don't think Ant Man could have even with the <laughs> Ant Man family would have been hanging with Kang for two seconds. It was like, I'm sorry, I'm smart enough to t- conquer the galaxy. I'm not smart enough to uh, to outthink a crook. Seriously, like even Jan Van Damme is like, yeah, you're you're smart. But I conquered a galaxy before I talked to you. Like, what do I need you? I mean, like so it, it was something. It was yeah, like, we've all we like truthfully, we I think most Marvel fans are like, yeah, we've been let down by this space. And you guys have to get us back. And Guardians Against Galaxy was a great way to try and bring us back.
0: And I think another thing is the characters they've introduced have been kind of low tier. Like instead of the A-listers who they made A-listers. I mean, Cap, Thor, and Iron Man, and Hulk, clearly A-listers. Black Panther, you could argue, a list B-plus. Um, and of course, A-plus. Spider-Man, A-plus. A-lister. Mm-hmm. So we've gone from those guys to, here's Shang-Chi, here's Miss Marvel, here's She-Hulk, here's Echo. It's like, whoa, well, you guys do know you can make the Fantastic Four and X-Men movies, right?
1: You got the license, like, for real. It's like, I mean, it's like you, I mean... And I mean, for me, it's like, you do know you actually have the rights to make the Defenders. Like <laughs> You don't nasty. have to actually wait. Like, you literally, like, they're on Netflix. You can, you bought them. Like, you don't have to hide, hide the ball and say, oh, it's like, you could have literally jumped right back in there and say, hey, we got them. Y'all want to see them? We got Disney Plus Plus where we have a little more adult content. Like, and people would have been game for it. Like. None of none of the I mean none of the actors who people love. are said, you know, I never want to do a Marvel movie. Oh, I mean, just, I mean, Kristen Ritter was on like a a podcast. Like, I'd be back in Jessica Jones in like two seconds. Of course, she probably is. But it's like you didn't <laughs> need to waste time on characters. It's like, oh wow, they're 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 interesting. I mean, like, I mean it's like, and not even taking like someone to critique some. Of the them, but it's like, yeah, they're they're see level and they're not making fetch happen. I mean, it's hey And they got to work on it. Yeah. Like I think they could have
0: gotten away with just doing a Young Avengers movie and we could have pieced together what happened from Young Avengers. I don't think we need to spend any time developing this future generation of Younger Avengers. And I also feel like there's other characters who are still around that we would be interested in. Like when you said Defenders, I said, yeah, that'd be awesome. A Doctor Strange, Valkyrie, Hulk, Namor, and you're like, oh, no. You're talking about the Netflix heroes, but I'm like, dude, they could have done that. That could have been an epic saga of one or two movies. They could have just brought the Defenders together in over the course of three movies. Mm-hmm.
1: So many things well, they yeah. could
0: have done. It's like, ah. I
1: mean, it's like trying to go to like the kid route. It's like, yeah, you've already got the next generation. They're gonna come in with us. They're not. You don't need yeah. the Jubilee character added to the X Men. <laughs> To bring the kids in, it's like, no, you just they're coming in. Kids are here,
0: the kids are already in the building. All right, so let's shift lanes, shift gears, all the puns that I can come up with to talk about the big extravaganza. The other movie that I was most excited about coming out this year, next to John Wick Chapter Four Fast X. I have seen it, my review is up on Lyle's movie files. But oh my gosh, oh my gosh, this franchise is. The absolute walking definition of fan service, all those issues. I was kind of setting up these speed bumps along the way that we've seen in phase four and five because I feel like the Fast and Furious films have not had that problem. They've they've been adaptable, they've decided we don't need to try to be this edgy, realistic, sort of kind of street race based series we can just go bigger and more ridiculous and everyone who's down for it will be right here with us and turns out we can do a lot of movies just doing that and it's really weird because they don't care about things like physics gravity reality they don't care i mean they could have roadrunner and wile coyote pop up on screen screen and i'd be like that was awesome what a cameo yeah, I'm like, that was great. That was so amazing. Did you see Roma's face when Robe came out there? I mean, and I would, I would still not care because they're not trying to make me think about the injustices of the world. They're not making me think, they're not going, oh, wow, man, yeah, that's right. We gotta go do something, nah, nah, nah. They're like, movies are fun. They can be educational, yeah, I mean, sure, but they're fun. They're talk about them with your friends, watch it on the biggest screen possible blare that volume up, watch these explosions, watch these muscle dudes, watch these hot chicks do their thing and not worry about anything. And that's what this movie delivers. And besides all the ridiculousness, cause I need to put that to aside just for a moment to go, I'm starting to feel like the Fast and Furious saga is maybe, maybe not the best yet, but they're really working a very structured, Fluid narrative where, oh, we need to pivot because people like this character that we may have killed off too soon. No problem. Um, Ridiculous soap opera thing happened and they're still alive. It was their twin. Okay, great. Thanks. Thanks for bringing Han back. Awesome. Oh, Letty's not dead. Great. Awesome. Perfect. And they just keep doing this stuff where he's like, thank you. And we know the only thing they can't do is bring Paul Walker back. But I might settle for his brother standing in and them doing the CGI awesomeness again. Because I like Brian Carr. But okay. what I love about these shows is or movies is that it feels like they actually have a purpose with things they write. And when they sort of kind of retcon something, it's like, oh, okay. Oh, oh, that does actually work. All right, I'm with you. Yeah. Go for it.
1: Like, they're... Because I mean, the, as much as people might like, talk about, I'm like, not serious, you know, these aren't the best writers. It's like, no, their their ability to retcon and it'd be like, I can see that. Like, the it's like, man, there was something always shady about that. I, I knew there was know, like You bought into it. It's like, it may not have been the plan, but it's like, right, you're like, yeah, I knew yeah. there was something. i like, how did you know Mr. Nobody was in here coming,
0: to, like taking exactly. him out of the car? Exactly. That's like, the whole thing. Because, oh, you guys like Jason Statham's character. Okay, we can't have him be the, the super serious killer villain. Um, but what is his one thing that he did that we have to fix? He killed Han. All right, let's figure out a way that he didn't kill Han. Yeah. And that way you can feel like, hey, we like Jason Statham's character, we like Shaw. There
1: you go. We got it fixed for it. And, and he has. He's got his beef. He's over his grudge. Like okay. Like he's he's worked through it. He's got his parole. He's you know he 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 took his uh, sabbatical and you know Hobbs is you know elsewhere. Like, <laughs>
0: but I, mean, I feel like that was that was my thing when I'm watching the movie. I'm like, this is so great and so amazing. But oh man why is my boy Hobbs not in this movie? I was like doing my research before the movie and I watched uh, Fate of the Furious chapter mm-hmm. eight. And I was like, man, Hobbs is just a great character. I feel like he really keeps the the thing going without Brian. Cause he's got that, you know, three man bro team going with, with, with Dom and Brian and, and Hobbs, mm-hmm. Brian, off pocket it's like oh man where's Hobbs? I mean the point where where he just totally wanted
1: for me was when he broke the cast by flexing <laughs> <That> <laughs> I
0: was- mean you
1: know, how ridiculous was that that was ridiculous but still and it's like I think going back another thing you said I, I know like I think that was one of the most ridiculous things I loved <laughs> it like, these are what we used to consider popcorn movies like turn your brain off for two plus hours enjoy the ridiculousness there is it's good dialogue in here but there's nothing as they say nothing cringeworthy all of it is fun you're gonna laugh at it you're gonna feel some. and at the end of the day i mean you're gonna be like that was ridiculous i'm gonna see it again
0: <laughs> yeah I'm gonna see it again i can't wait for the next one and it's it's just wild because you know you take a look at the saga the first three films are just there, kind of like Hey, I think we have something trilogy. And it's just kind of like loops back to Vin Diesel riding off into the sunset, going into this race in Tokyo. And it's like, oh, that was fun. What a what a great way to end this this series. That's that's cool. And then we're like, well, actually, what if we did another movie and and kind of kept it a little bit more realistic, maybe a little bit grimy, but we can inject a little bit more fun. Oh, this was actually a pretty fun, cool movie. I still think uh, Fast and Furious—I think that's the name of it. This chapter four is oh, really cool. underrated because it's
1: like, okay, this is really fun. Yeah, that's we go to the drag race in uh, Mexico. Like they had a big giant race. Like, nah, that hey, was I me. Mean, they like, actually tried, uh like doing the robbing the trucks i mean like there was a a story behind it oh and you find out who the guy they're actually robbing from it's like it was actually a
0: story to it it was like
1: this is actually it felt
0: like it had gone from like this low level kind of thing where it's just like hey this is kind of cool and fun too uh oh y'all are doing an action blockbuster style movie here okay and then fast five just just blew the whole franchise up where it's like Oh my gosh! All this is possible with this thing. You put an Ocean's Eleven style team here, and wow, this is great. And we're not doing a sledgehammer of hey, Letty and, Gis- and Giselle are strong female characters. We don't need a the hammer. There, we can just see it because we're watching the movie. They're awesome characters. Hey, they just happened to be female. And
1: women, well, I mean, like, okay, you forget, like, when Giselle was first introduced, she was like, okay, but we did after, um, I'm talking about Fast Five,
0: <laughs> like, like they're like, still fair, enough, but but you gotta, you gotta admit, they were trying to figure out what the heck they were doing in those first three films, and then it was like, I think we've got something that's better than this level that we've been operating on. I think we can I, take the sexiness, and because you know, nobody's complaining when Vin D's on rocker taking on their tank tops and, and white beaters that are too small and mm. you know doing their thing like uh, raw, 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 really raw. <laughs> from 8 Mile. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, I think they've done such a great job with it. And then 5 was like, this is now blockbuster, amazing territory. Fast and Furious 6 is like, are you still with us? We got a tank, people jumping. you with us? Great. Awesome. We're going to keep
1: going harder. Yeah, we, we got more. I, I think they, they've Unlike some of the TV shows we watch, they figured out, oh, there is more to this. Let's expand it, not crap on what we have, expand the heck out of it, and but keep our core. And that means like, if say like then Diesel said, nah, I'm out. I think yeah, we'd be like, yeah, it's over. But it's like <laughs> right. you know what? I do like making it. I like making sure there's a big fat check in my house, account like every Jan- every July. I mean, there's and there's. How many times has that uh, Fast and Furious been on uh, TNT or TBS? It's like I kind of I like that re- residual money that comes in every month because somebody's watching this dang movie. And but it reminds me that everyone else likes doing it too, except for Rock, because they're all like, "Yeah, we're we're here. We're yeah, We're doing this movie." When you, you said it's like, it's almost like Rock. If I'm glad Rock is still, here. but if there was ever like a lean time, the Rock had. I would almost want it to be this time, right two years before this, so he might actually come back and do this. Like, if it's like, if, uh, like, after he got, he got real sad and depressed after Shazam doesn't work, I mean, uh, Black Adam doesn't work, Rock is, you know, then Jesus goes, Hey, buddy, how you doing, man? Sorry about that box office, man. You want to just come over and have some brews? Like, it just, it all, it got squashed. I mean, that would just be like this, you know, and it's like, Hey, since, you, since you're over here. You want to do another Fast and Furious movie? Like, <laughs> you know, I'm thinking, well, like I don't to think Like, I too like making movies, you know, that aren't just everything. I mean, with that that like, you know, that would have been awesome. But not, I mean, not having him sucks. But I do think, you know, it has been a good ride without Well, this one, you
0: know, we got John Cena here. So we, we do have our wrestler covered. And Jason Momoa, I think. When you watch the movie and then read what people say about it, you're gonna be like, wow, he was really memorable and really wild and crazy. When I think about Fast and Furious, when you think about it, who are your top three villains in the saga so far? Uh,
1: definitely Luke Evans, Owen Shaw, Owen Shaw, uh, Braga, Braga oh. from four. Mm-hmm. Okay, Brock, yeah. Brock. Brock. has some. length has some length to it. Um, and I'm trying to think. I mean, I, I again, I'm always preferential to Miami, so I, I'm gonna go with uh, my man uh, from Tokyo. I mean, uh, too fast, too fierce. Cole Howler? Yeah, cause I, I mean, like I'm, I guess, cause I, I mean, like sure Charlize Theron, like the guy. Parker. I. Yeah, it's like. They kinda punked him so quick. I don't think they've ever given her that like she's good, but it's like they keep coming up with the saw for her, really. Like they came out like you came up with um gosh, what is uh Natalie's name? Ramsey's. Ramsey's like they made her counterpart so quick the, and then Johnny was like, you didn't even let her kinda like get she's got God uh God's eye and she's wrecking havoc. It's like no Ramsey's right here. It's like, come on, let her let her let her let her kinda let her do stuff like. But when she did kill um, Dom's baby mama, that was kind of ooh, that was that was kind of dark there. But they, I mean, uh, how Letty uh, is taking Dom's kid in is just the thing of beauty.
0: You know what I think is also interesting is they've made this saga have consequences. Like yeah, there's some impossible cheat deaths we see in every movie, but. There have been characters that we care about that have been killed along the way with Giselle. We've seen who else? Um, Matt Schultz's character. Get killed off. Take care. You know, Fast Five. Mm. Um, Jeez. Oh, boy. In the first one. Uh, Let's see. Who else? I mean, of course, we thought Han was gone, but there have been lots of characters that we've kind of been invested in along the way who've been killed, so it kind of gives us just enough, like, well, maybe this person won't be around for this is,
1: one. Like, what was it, uh, Dom's buddy from, from the first one when he dies in uh, Fast Five? You're like, oh dang, man, I, I didn't expect that. Like, that's what I was talking about, yeah, okay. Let uh, me see here, I'm gonna see if I can pull it up, okay. Um, Jesse, Jesse was
0: the guy who got killed. Mm.
1: And Vince, right? Vince, Vince was what I was talking about. Yeah, because it's like, oh wow, it's like he brought him back, and it was like, oh, I'm a reform man. Hey Dom, you know I'm coming out here in Brazil, man. I'm living, a, you know, I'm a changed man. But you know, if, if there's an opportunity, and then you're like, oh man, he's like, he's not, he's not just tripping on the buster anymore. He's he's down, but it's like, right. And he, he's like, man, they, they bring the big pile of cash. Like, that's like, man.
0: So my 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 top villains in this thing have to start off with Owen Shaw because mm-hmm. I just thought having the mirror image of the crew was awesome. And, you
1: well, know, they stay really in the fight.
0: <laughs> yeah, they stay in there a long time with them going back and forth. And the heel turn, the unexpected heel turn yeah. kind of seals us like, yes. And then we got that tag team battle royal in a plane. I mean the wrestling moves. I mean, it was like, yes, this. I don't care what else y'all do. That's still my favorite of the bunch, just because there's so much ridiculousness in it. But I love the ridiculousness. I'm all here for it. My guy, uh, Reyes. Reyes from Fast Five. He was really good too, because um, he had a nice sleazy. Element. Come here. Let me let me give you a little pat here. <laughs> he was so really fine. good. Nice and sleazy. I like Decker because it was like, dude, you kill Han. You're a bastard. Mm-hmm. And I think, but because they've redeemed him, I got to take Deckard off the list. I can keep Owen there because Owen was like awesome. Mm-hmm. But I think now I gotta add Jason Momoa's character, Dante, on there because he literally wants to make everything burn. And he is he's wild, man. He is he is the Heath Ledger Joker that this series has never had, where it's like, what is he doing this scene this is bizarre oh man that's really creepy that's weird that is dude what are you doing the whole time he's on screen and it's just like wow he is really just a totally different force of any other character we've seen throughout 10 films already
1: i think i mean like i i wasn't fortunate to get the call to go see this one but even just seeing like you're
0: planning things I don't want you to get in trouble for being away for four hours.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There's probably truth to that. But oh, there's truth to it. Yeah. But even just like seeing the trailer, they gave him a compelling backstory. Like, here's what I'm about to, here's why I'm about to do what I'm about to do. And you're like, okay, I got buy-in right there. And if you just follow the plan, like how ridiculous these guys are when they're just doing their thing if you have a, another counter to that, like, oh, my purpose is to stop you guys from doing or show you the consequences of a lot of stuff you do. It's like, that's going to be, that seems like it's going to be a fun movie to me. It is, and this one is the first
0: one in the whole deal that has a cliffhanger. And it was like, <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I no. knew I had been watching the movie for a while, but when it was like, oh, I don't think they have another half hour to wrap everything up <laughs> I was like, oh. I knew what you're doing here. <laughs> I was like, Tony, when is this next movie coming out already? Okay.
1: Let me ask an easy question. Is a cliffhanger for this one better than yes. Matrix? <laughs> Matrix. <laughs> I'm not even sure what your question, what your movie was, but yes. Uh, it's Matrix two to three. That's I. that was that's me you know what I mean like, I I don't think of Empire Strikes Back as almost having a cliffhanger. It's just there's more story to come, guys. Yeah,
0: that's how I felt with it too. Like it was. I know I read that some people hated the fact that it didn't have an ending, but I was like, it does have an ending. It's Luke has to finish becoming a Jedi. Mm-hmm. They're gonna go find. Han and track down, you know, Jabba and take care of him, and probably have to keep avoiding Darth Vader. What's going to happen now that Luke found out that Darth Vader's his father? Oops, spoiler. But I didn't feel like it was, I didn't feel like, oh no, this is the end of the movie for real. Who are these people who hated that ending? Well, Josh Whedon's one of them.
1: Who matters, says that's (laughs) Rob. I I didn't ask somebody who's who's, uh, aggressive to everybody in the world to go. Oh gosh, like yeah, Yeah. no. I mean, somebody actually matters. Yeah. So I feel like
0: this one is really good, and 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 not to just borrow on all the great sequels like Dark Knight and Empire Strikes Back, but I thought this one did a really good job of splitting them off. You know, Luke is off learning to be a Jedi, and Han and Leia and Chewie and three PO off and they're meeting new characters. They kind of do this in this one a little bit more than some of the other films where there are three very distinct separate subplots with characters kind of doing their own thing. I kind of love the fact that Letty is no longer just a random driver of a car. Like her specialty is now, like if, if she had a Resident Evil, Letty, master of the motorcycle, dirt bike. Mm. I kind of like the fact that she has a
1: specialty That's that sets her apart from everybody else. She's not just a; uh, she's actually unique. I I was gonna say, like, I think that's like them splitting off actually is what makes uh, a fast six good because they you do see them kind of split off a lot more than all right. Let's figure out what Dom wants us to do, and then we just do it. Like,
0: well, this one they kind of like they're doing their subplots, but it's not a thing of all right. Everybody, let's come together at the end. It's it's they're very spread out for like the first part of the movie. And then they don't come back together in most cases. And that's kind of fun. Cause it's, Oh, wow. Okay. Y'all are really splitting the team up here. What's going to happen. And then they, they create one. And then that leads into another one that does not get resolved by the time the movie's over. It's like, Hey, they actually didn't go back to this and they didn't come back to this character. So, it's kind of easy to fill in some blanks in terms of what direction they're going to head in mm. now that you know now that they've got a cliffhanger. And I want to add, because I feel like we do this thing or people do this thing. I was watching this live stream and the, the Hasbro Transformers team were talking about the different Autobots and they were like, yeah. And, and she's a really great addition to the cast. She's another strong female character. And I'm like, what, "What? what are you talking about? It's a Transformer. Did we say weak tail, dude. No, we just say I don't feel like we already said strong male character, but I want to add Letty to the list of all time kick tail action heroes who happen to be women because Letty is she gets it in ever since she was fighting Gina Carano in every fight scene in every movie since then. She's really been bringing the physicality, and I'm really starting to appreciate her as an action hero because. Yeah. Like in all these movies, she's like, like the one in in uh, in Fate and Furious,
1: she's fighting a big dude up on the sub. Like, man, that's, that's good stuff. I, I mean, I always think uh, her against uh, Ronda Rousey was good too. That oh good. right, yeah, I, man, I, that, that was. Good. I mean, like the Gina Carano was good, but I, that Ronda Rousey was like, okay, I thought you guys were gonna use Ronda Rousey a little different, but I also appreciate how you had you know Letty kind of like, nah, I got yeah. this one. It was like that kind of like pumped her up like okay like we know this is the baddest woman in the world even though there's a movie but it was like oh okay she's throwing <laughs> down with her that was cool like, yeah so letty has to join my
0: list now alongside princess lady the bride ripley and others that i'm blanking on but those are my immediate hall of famers i'm gonna put lady on that list too and another thing that i'm finding is a nice correlation with the fast and furious and the mcu is how it's rewarding fans from the beginning of the series, like in in Fast Series 9 or F9, there's a flashback scene where we see young Mia, young Letty, young Vince, young Jesse with Dom and Jacob. And it's like, oh, that's cool. You guys are like doing small things that people who haven't watched these movies wouldn't hate or may not understand. But it's like, oh, that's cool. You guys did that this one continues that trend because it's just little random things where it's like, Hey guys, I see what you're doing. That's really cool. And I appreciate all these little nods to things, these references to different other aspects and that, Oh, we've got this thing. If you haven't been paying attention, we got you again and I really love this one. So I told you six is my favorite five is another one. that's right there. Like, you know, it's like picking your favorite sandwich. Hard to choose which one, but they're like here. I just like six a little bit more because we have Han and Giselle getting more screen time, and we lose the two other guys, so we just have a really focused tight team, and the bad guys are so great, and the stunts are crazy and amazing, and everyone is still there at that point. Seven is also really strong, but it's like, no, this is the last time we're gonna see Brian. Eight's fun, nine has some good action with Jacob. But I feel like this one, because they've got a really great villain that they will not ever try to redeem. They're not gonna siler him. I think this is right up in my top tier of Fast and the Furious films in top three. I feel like it's just adding into the upper echelon. So we got okay. F fast five, six, seven. I'm going to put 10 in this category, too. Okay. So I got my four strongest ones. Okay. This is right in that mix. And okay. it's good stuff, man. I can't wait for you to see this. Break away tomorrow night so you can go to a screening <laughs> so we can talk about this thing. Because I cannot wait to talk about it with you. Because it's it's, wow, it's crazy, amazing. And it it's just so... I can't believe they're getting away with what they're doing and making this movie universe, this cohesive thing that traces back to the first one I was reading on Rotten Tomatoes. A bunch of critics I was really cares what they were gonna say. And, you know, maybe like half of them at the time I was reading were split, The franchise is finally ran out of gas. The jokes are stale, the stunts are ridiculous. Like I didn't know they had it. At what point did you not know this is a ridiculous franchise? They didn't care. The fans kept paying money, and they don't care because the fans
1: are paying money. Did you not see Fast and, Too Fast Too Fierce? Did you not see the first one? I mean, I mean it's like, like, did you not understand this isn't? If this, mo- this is one franchise. If it's not for you, it's not going to draw in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's so okay. like, I mean, you can jump. You can figure, hey, first, first one, yeah, this isn't for me. <laughs> see yourself out. We, we don't, we're not gonna begrudge you your movie taste, you know, but this is not coming. If you don't enjoy this, it's not for you. But if you can get through that first one, because I I mean I, I mean yes, I own all the collection, but if you were to sit somebody down and they said, Oh man, that, that was the next one. I got another one right here. They won. one they're gonna be like, man, that was a little too they're gonna be like, that was kind of. But, 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 you thought that was ridiculous. But let me play this next one for you. <laughs> I oh, thought that was, how, that was ridiculous. That was ridiculous. You have another one? Did you see that? How did, remember how that tied into that? That was, that was kind of slick. You got another one? I mean, it, 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 it's, it's, it's a nice... You're getting 10 movies and just be like, yeah, this is a good weekend or week of movies. And you're like, man, there was some ridiculous stuff in there. But I lie, I enjoyed myself. My two hours that I was watching that, I got at least... I watched the movie for two and a half hours plus, and I probably got at least two and a half hours talking about it. That was enjoyable, and it wasn't dealing with the problems of the world. It was just enjoyable movie, and that's what a lot of us need now.
0: Yeah, that that is this franchise in a nutshell. They just are like, let's have fun, and you know that they know it's ridiculous, and they're like, who cares?
1: Like, we're, we're not we're trying to solve world problems. problems. We're just
0: going to make an entertaining couple hours for you and call it a day. And, and you're, you're going to care
1: about the characters too, which is yeah, another thing.
0: Right. So then Vin, Vin Diesel, you know, like his credibility man taking a little hit with that whole public plea, do it for Paul to The Rock. Rock was like, hey man, we do it. But he did say that the executives saw Fast X and were like, I know you were thinking of that last one, this next one, 11 being the last one, but could we get another one? Let's make it an even 12. <laughs> and after watching this movie, I'm like, you know what? If I'm a universal executive, I'm going, what is it going to take for you to make another 10? Because this was insane. And Maybe they can't keep the quality up, but I like to see them try. And it's so much fun. And I can't wait to see this next one because I can't wait to see it. And I need you to remember to stay true to the promise. Don't go on social media. Detach, unplug yeah. from the matrix until you see this movie.
1: Again, I I, I can easily move around because I mean that's it's it's like I I work in a space where nobody decides to be you know spoilers because it's like oh you decided to try and spoil that oh delete 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 like really easy for me I I I'm, I don't play those games but. I, I want to see this movie. I think that's the easiest thing. Like, I know it may be a second, but I'm like, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna enjoy this movie. I, it, it's like if so and so and dead, so and so comes back, something ridiculous. I'm I'm still down for it. That's the great thing about these movies. It's like, like I'm good. So
0: yeah, I, I feel like you're you're definitely not gonna be like, oh man, I can't believe they did that. You're just gonna be like, yep, yeah, cool. I mean, you're. I can't believe they did that. Might be more of a, wow, these guys are getting away with doing this. It's so amazing. Bring me more. Yeah.
1: I mean, I think, I'm not 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 even even knowing what the topic is, but it's like when you brought back Hunt and made it credible, I mean, it's like you guys got good writing. I don't have to worry too much. I mean, that's the good thing. Like, if you got some slum writing, it starts making me, you know, wonder about why I'm wasting my time. But it's like each, each movie is like, okay, we got something fun for it. You, you
0: kind of look like you, you look a little unwell. I think you have a cold that's coming, and maybe you need to go hit up a two thirty screening what? tomorrow.
1: <laughs> I, uh, you know, I, unfortunately, I, I got uh, got to another thing. You know, that's, that's it's 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 main time on that. So, yeah. I like two how said,
0: I like how you said. Unfortunately, that was my favorite part of that. <laughs> unfortunately, I've got this whole wedding to go to. Yeah,
1: man, you know, I got that whole wedding to deal with. It's gonna be fun. Like, yes.
0: All right. Well, it's this that time, brother. Who's your nominee for Dummy of the Week?
1: Oh, okay. My my dummy is the studio heads for not giving these writers their due money, and because once again, if you don't have that, quality will suffer and people will lose their jobs. See, heroes because and here I'm sorry, heroes. How I Met Your Mother, Smallville season seven, like a whole lot of these shows. We're going. To, it's like, and I know there was some, some another show that literally was like we ended after that season because it was so bad we could not wrap it the right way. And shows you think are money and great are going to be lost, and you're going to lose yourself more revenue in the long run in terms of digital ads, uh, streaming revenue, subscribe. I mean, and a lot of these things that are making people subscribe to your your streaming network going to get cut. I mean, it's like because people are like, "Oh yeah, like heroes." Yeah, this is crap. I'm not coming back to this. Oh, how I met your other Barney's the main character. of This dang show. Yeah, I'm out. Like, <laughs> you're you're going to find more shows. It's like you guys, you guys are banked on ten of these pilots, and they're going to be your Thursday in a lineup, and you're going to get crap right. and or you're going to have to push it back here. And it's like, no, pay these guys their money. I mean, pay these you know all these folks their money. And get some good quality products, and make it up in adding, you know, streaming. I mean, you're you're already asking us for streaming revenue, so make it up there. Like, and yes, you're. We're and also get it out of your pockets too. So, not doing that makes my dummy mood.
0: Absolutely, I have two. My first one are the paparazzi that almost got Prince Harry and Megan into a serious car accident. How crazy is that? Like, what are y'all doing? It's nuts. Mother one is the media reporting on Jamie Foxx being on his deathbed while he's at home and from the hospital playing pickleball. Two really bad, bad hits for the media there. Like, really bad. I kept looking on Twitter and was like, why is Jamie Foxx still trending? And then his daughter was like, you know what? I had enough of you clowns. He's home. He's been chilling. He's recovering. He's playing pickleball at the house. I don't know what y'all are talking about. That was bizarre and crazy. So, yeah, y'all are my dummies of the week. Do everything better with your jobs. And remember, pay your writers, people. All right, bro, Shot, thank you, as always, for rolling with me. Thank you all out there for watching and listening. And do send some well wishes to the dear brother for this big
1: upcoming weekend. This episode allows movie files. Has been filed.